Talk of the Town is a public service program produced by Midwest Family Springfield, airing Sunday morning on 92.7 WMAY, 98.7 WNNS, 97.7 WQLZ, and 102.5 The Lake. The mission of the show is to provide you with new information on the great organizations and great people in the Springfield area who work hard to make things easier for others throughout our community and to make Springfield a better place to live. The intent of this program is to be timely, topical, to entertain and to inform talk of the town this is trent nelson good morning what a wonderful morning it is and we've got some wonderful guests on the program this morning we've got dr lakshmi emery of etna illinois and she came on to the program to talk to us about october's breast cancer awareness month and of course how we can make sure we are healthy all other 11 months of each year. Next, we have Javier Harris of the Springfield Urban League. And with their 97th birthday party coming up at the start of December, Mr. Harris came on to discuss what folks can expect should they attend this wonderful birthday party gala type circumstance, as well as what the Springfield Urban League does for the community each and every day. And finally, well, we have Denise Fisher and Molly Burns of the Lincoln Library of Springfield, Springfield's very own public library. They came onto the program to explain all of the wonderful things that the Lincoln Library can offer you, your children, your parents, your grandparents, all the folks of the community. There's a lot there. And we certainly are excited you're here with us on Talk of the Town, Trent Nelson. Let's go. Talk of the Town with Trent R. Nelson. Welcome. It is such a pleasure. And we are joined this morning by someone who cares about you. And you don't even know them. Can you imagine that? <laughs> Her name is Dr. Uh, Lakshmi Emery. And she is a doctor over with Aetna, and she is with us this morning to speak about a topic that is very close to, I think, all of our hearts, cancer awareness. This is Cancer Awareness Month, is it not? Breast Cancer Awareness Month, to be specific. That's right. Breast Cancer Awareness Month is October. That's right. And Dr. Emery, again, thank you for joining us, but what would you like to let our listeners, our community know? during this October Breast Cancer Awareness Month? So I want your listeners to know that it's very important to get annual screenings for breast cancer because if found early, breast cancer is very treatable. So we know that more than three out of four breast cancer cases happen in women over 50. So as we get older, the chances of breast cancer um, diagnosis go up. So again, it's very important to start getting screened um, at age 50 every one to two years. And at Aetna Better Health of Illinois, we actually cover our members being screened starting at age 40. And we actually give an incentive of $25 if they get their mammograms every year. In addition, we have an event coming up October 17th on Tuesday in Springfield at the uh, Salvation Army. Uh, so we invite everyone to come out to 1600 East Clear Lake between 10 and 1230 for more information on breast cancer awareness, some goodies and giveaways, and more information about um, the health plan. That is absolutely fantastic. All of that information is absolutely brilliant. You heard it here from the doctor, folks. Go learn a little bit in person uh, in the upcoming days. But returning to the whole month's focus, 
What a wonderful innovation, incentivizing individuals at 40. Why does Aetna do this? Well, because we know that, unfortunately, people are being diagnosed earlier and earlier. So we want to encourage people to start getting that and getting in the habit of getting their screenings on a regular basis. Additionally, and I want your listeners to know, if they notice any changes in the breast, so for instance, they notice a mass, they notice nipple discharge, they notice skin changes, um, the inversion of the nipple. So anything that's different with their breast, they need to bring that to the attention of their provider or their doctor so that that can be checked. So in addition to just regular screening, um, if you notice any of those signs or symptoms, you need to make sure to go in and get it checked. So a lot of people, you know, are afraid and sort of want to bury their head in the sand. But the fact is, the earlier that it's found, the, the better treatments are available and the better it can be dealt with. Talk of the Town, Trent Nelson here with Dr. Lakshmi Emery, and we are speaking about October's Breast Cancer Awareness Month, as well as precautionary measures that one can take. Doctor, thank you again for joining us. Aristotle said that excellence is a habit because we must work towards this plateau of of very, very good. Is, is that to some degree, what Aetna is trying to create by incentivizing individuals, incentivizing this good, excellent behavior towards themselves. Yeah. We want to reward that behavior. We want people to, you know, feel like there's something that they're going to get from it. But, of course, they're getting the screening, which is the most valuable. But I think whenever there's, you know, an incentive involved, that that helps. <laughs> so We are certainly pro-incentive. Uh, <laughs> A society and as a as a program, right? That is brilliant. Now, doctor, how can we take that that idea, that notion of caring for ourselves and being precautious, um, observant, and how can we start even younger than than forty or fifty? Um, perhaps mm-hmm. not getting checked, but how do we begin that habit, that yeah. that mindset? Right. Well, I think, you know, the other thing to know is that if you are at higher risk, so if someone in your family, especially a mother, a grandmother, a sister, has had breast cancer, that means that you're at higher risk. So being aware of your risk, uh, knowing that being overweight puts you at higher risk, um, you know, so there are risk factors that will make you more susceptible. So if you know that early on in life, you will start, you know, checking your breasts more frequently. You will start um, noticing if there are any changes and bring that to the atten- attention of your doctor much earlier. So I think, you know, to your point, it is very important to be aware of your body, to know that these risks exist and that, you know, depending on your situation, you may have a higher risk than someone else and that you need to be very vigilant about uh, what's going on with your body in that case. Dr. Lakshmi Emery of Aetna, Illinois, speaking to us here on Talk of the Town with Trent R. Nelson. And we are speaking about October's Breast Cancer Awareness Month, as well as precautionary measures that one can take. Now, doctor, I am, I'm a a man, okay? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I should be checking my chest and my breast as well, should I not be? This is a, this is a, Mm -hmm. a... Perhaps um, a a myth, right? That mm-hmm. that men are somehow not in danger in in similar ways. You're right. 
You're right. And and men can get breast cancer. You know, there's breast tissue or fatty tissue um, in the chest. And especially, you know, in men who are overweight, there's more fatty tissue. So uh, men are at risk as well. You're correct. Um, so, you know, in general, everyone should be aware of, you know, not only their, their breasts or their chest, but, you know, the rest of their body as well. So men should do their own self-checks in terms of, you know, testicular cancer. Um, you know, everyone should notice if there's a change going on with your body and, um, you know, and you're not sure what it is, you should definitely bring that to the attention of your physician uh, because, you know, obviously there could be something wrong and you want to get that checked out. So being vigilant about your body in general is important for both men and women. Agreed. Constant vigilance. And Mm -hmm. we are so fortunate and lucky to have wonderful professionals uh, like Dr. Lakshmi Emery, uh, as well as anyone that you might go see at your local at your local practice they are here not to judge you but to help you so yeah. do not be afraid to say doctor i got something and i didn't tell anyone else about it but i need help because no. their job is to be like cool let's try to help exactly yep doctor Agreed. doctor we are so thankful to have you on this morning um before we let you go are there any parting words any any websites, any places that the people can go yes. to learn more? Yes. So you can go to our website, which is Aetna Better Health of Illinois, and you can learn about um, breast cancer awareness. You can learn about our event on October 17th. That's the Salvation Army, 1600 East Clear Lake, starting at 10 o'clock. Um, and you can um, you know, find out more at that event. So please um, visit the website, and please feel free to come out, even if you're not uh, an Aetna member. You heard it here, folks. Even if you're not an Aetna member, uh, the good people over there, they still want to see you. Head down to the Salvation Army. Dr. Lakshmi Emery, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you. Have a great day. Absolutely. Talk of the town. Trent Nelson. Stay happy and stay healthy. Talk of the town is Trent Nelson. You don't know who we have on the show this morning, but I'm about to tell you. His name is Javier Harris, all right? And he is the marketing and communication manager at something called the Springfield Urban League. Now, I'm sure you have passed the various places where the Springfield Urban League has set up across the capital city of Illinois, but maybe you don't know what it is. And maybe you're like so many others. We don't want to admit when we don't know something very vulnerable to be in that state. But luckily, we have Javier here. Such a pleasure to have you on, my friend. Thank you for coming down. Good morning. Good morning. It's a pleasure to be here, and I'm excited to tell that story of what we do at the Springfield Urban League. Oh, and we are excited for you to tell it because anyone who's listened to us here could, could let you know, we love a good story. We love a good story, but we'd like to just point out that it's not simply what the Springfield Urban League does. The Springfield Urban League is about to be doing something very specific. Yes, we will be celebrating 97 years of existence and supporting and providing resources to the Central Illinois and Springfield communities. Friday, December the 1st, this year, at the Crown Plaza, we will be commemorating those 97 years, telling the story of what we do, how we impact the community, and not only that, but we'll also be highlighting our keynote speaker, which is none other than the acclaimed filmmaker and director of Black Panther Wakanda Forever, Ryan Coogler. 
Wakanda Forever. Absolutely a marvelous film series. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah, we, we, we have fun here. Language is fun here, Javier. Now, 97 years of doing stuff around Springfield, around the capital city of Illinois. Dare I ask what you've done across 97 years? Yes, yeah, so we are an organization founded to address the needs in the community and support those in the community who need. Our five major pillars are health and wellness. Of course, you've got to be alive to benefit from what we do. We are big advocates of that, do free testing, COVID screenings, you name it. You know, whether that's sexual protections too. Our health initiatives department does a fantastic job servicing the community. Next, we have our education and we target our school age youth, kids from zero to five all the way to high school, you know, um, where we provide additional educational services like our Project Ready 21st Century After School programs, uh, which cultivate uh, peer-to-peer relationships. We tap into the minds of our youth and make sure that they're focused and propelling and excelling and reaching their fullest potential. From there, we also have our Workforce and Economic Empowerment Department, which if you need a job, you should probably stop by the Springfield Urban League and see if we can connect you to those resources. Not only will we provide opportunity for employment for you, but we also have additional supportive services. So you need a job? Well, maybe you also need transportation assistance. Maybe you also need child care assistance. Anything that you need, your go-to is probably stop by the Springfield Urban League and see how we can impact you. And then, of course, justice and advocacy. You know, fighting for those who need. It's, Z, it is brilliant, and it reminds me the adage that uh, that one has heard from a philosopher previously: capital has an easier time of moving. Right when buildings need to be built in X location, capital can move to X location, but the people that capital hires do not have as easy a time in moving to where the jobs are, which is why we so often see. Uh, gluts of individuals who fulfill a certain function in society, who are living in a place where that function is not as needed as other places across the country. So we appreciate all that the Springfield Urban League has done, continues to do, and is looking forward to doing. Now, with that being said, my friend, tell us about this 97th birthday party of sorts. (laughs) Well, it's very special because it is the return of our annual dinner that we do. Of course, we went through the pandemic and had to, you know, find our new normal and adjust to the times, making sure that we're providing safety. And and so the events kind of altered a bit. But this year is very special because not only is our return, but 97 is a huge mark in our organization as we journey to 100, of course. But at the dinner, you can expect empowering speeches. That's the number one thing. This is an uplifting event. It's a family-friendly event. It is a dress-to-impress event. We want to make sure you get there before 530 to enjoy all the festivities. We'll be crowning our Community Leadership Awards, our Youth Leadership Awards. Our Scholars of the Year will be crowned as well. And, of course, the major highlight, welcoming our keynote speaker who will give us an empowering moment and empowering speeches and really cultivate exactly what we stand for at the Spring for Urban League, what we title the movement. And and to jump off of that point, Z, the movement 
seems to encapsulate not just specific parts of the community, but the entirety of the community, from the children to teens to adults to the older to the sick to the healthy. We got we got room for everyone here, no? Yes, everyone, everyone. That is, regardless of age, regardless of race, regardless of anything, we're here to help those who need access to resources, who need access to opportunity, and who need access to support. Talk of the town. This is Trent Nelson here with Z, Javier Harris, Marketing and Communications Manager for the Springfield Urban League. He has given us so much already, and yet we are greedy. <laughs> We're greedy. We need more. We need more because our listeners need more, right? What are the future ambitions, right? With three years to go till we hit 100, oh, yeah. what is the Springfield Urban League looking forward and saying, we're getting towards that soon? Well, we are always looking forward to growth, you know, connecting with more collaborators and supporters and sponsors and contributors, donators, providing access to opportunity and expanding our range. One thing that I love about uh, marketing is telling the story because it can have a ripple effect. It can impact others. And as we continue to grow, our impact will continue to grow as well. So for those who are looking to get involved in the Springfield Urban League, come see us at 100 North 11th Street. You know, whether that's even donating just your time, you'd be surprised what a volunteer opportunity can do for someone in need, what you can do for yourself as far as those heartfelt moments that you'll be uh, engaged in. So our future looks better and brighter as we continue to grow, continue to exist, and continue to stay appreciative of not only the opportunity to give back, but the responsibility to provide those resources to those. Beautifully said, my friend. We often hear that that to give is the best gift, to give of our time, to give of ourselves, to give of our emotions, our effort that we can, can give to another, right? Not everything is about money, folks. Money's important. We got to Got to have it. I have to pay bills. You do too. <laughs> but we need some empathy and love as well, for sure. Absolutely. Z, give us one more time. How can people get ready for the 97th birthday party on December 1st? Well, pick Crown? your suit out, pick your dress out, get those heels. Prepare yourself to be not on time, but early. Event starts at 530. That's when the doors will open. And... Really, what we need you to do is go online to www.springfieldul.org. Click on the big face of Ryan Coogler. The first thing that you see, it'll connect you to our tickets. Tickets are $75 for individuals, $800 for tables. And we're ready and waiting uh, with anticipation to not only celebrate us, but to see you as well. So we're looking forward to it. Connect with us on social media. We are active on Facebook, all, basically all platforms. That's Facebook. Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, X, as they call it. So, uh, and that handle is Springfield UL as well for everything except for Instagram, which is Springfield Urban League. I'm sorry, not sorry. I have a hard time calling it X. No one knows what you're <laughs> talking about when you say X. You say Twitter, they're like, oh yeah, the bird. Right? Um, it is. Such a pleasure to have you on this morning, my friend. We look forward to many more visits, many more conversations, and we look forward to seeing you on the 97th birthday party of the Springfield Urban League, and we're going to be dressed to impressed. Trent, I hope to see you there with your hat on, too. Well, Z knows we always wear our hat. Talk of the town is Trent Nelson. 
give of yourself to the community however best you can. Talk of the town, this is Trent Nelson, and we are joined today by two lovely friends of ours from the Lincoln Library of Springfield, public library, which everyone is welcome to come and read books and learn. And apparently, according to Denise Fisher and Molly Byrne, there are many other things to do at the library other than that which I just noted. Such a pleasure to have both of you down. Denise Fisher, the, the operations coordinator for the Lincoln Library, and Molly Burns, the youth services manager, here to speak to us not only about what we might expect from the library in there, which is a chat we'll get to sooner than you think, but what does the library? Such a pleasure to have you on today. Thank you for having us. I'm so excited to be here. I know we both are. Thank you. Yeah. Absolutely. Our pleasure. And we'll jump right into it because there are a lot of curious folks listening. What does a library, the library, the Lincoln Library, what does it do? What services does it provide to the community? You will hear sometimes people say, well, aren't libraries dying? And nothing can be further from the truth. We are evolving. So it's almost easier to answer what we don't do. We have, well, of course we have the books, which is we are the keepers of information, which is a brilliant thing to do. But we also have a library of things where you can check out non-traditional items like power washers and giant yard Jenga. We have karaoke machines. We have tools if you have a one-time project through our library of things. We have the CoLab, which is a maker space where people can come down and 3D print. And so we have different events going on that you don't even have to have a library card to be involved in those things. There are just so many things. You can trace your genealogy. You can come up with worlds of your own through our amateur writers guild. So there's very few things we don't do at the library. We've got all kinds of outreach events. We are out in the community all the time, multiple times a week with pop-up libraries, with card drives, trying to sign people up for library cards. Like we're, we are everywhere. <laughs> so the library, far from being just a place where we can find books, we can also find knowledge on how to do functional tasks. Absolutely. Absolutely. We can help people do anything, whether it just be empowering people to apply for jobs in our computer lab to books on how to do those things and sometimes the physical things that you need to complete that task. We are just a place of knowledge and enjoyment and adventure. So we are there from people from birth to death. Basically, <laughs> we have things for older community. We have things for young people. It's just an amazing thing. Getting those kids ready to read their thousand books before kindergarten, mm -hmm. you know, empowering somebody with their first library card. Sometimes that person is five years old and sometimes that person is 50 and has never had one. That's it's a gift. We're very lucky to do what we do. And that is absolutely brilliant. I suspect, however, that along with the question of what does the library do? reasonably common question might be, well, why is it important that libraries do all of these things, that they serve all these purposes, that they're there for the community, and that they provide all of these opportunities for learning and growth in various different areas? Why is that so important that we care about each other in such a deep and meaningful way? The library is the most level playing field you're going to find. It doesn't matter how much money you make, what your background is, your culture, your housing status, any of those things. It doesn't matter. You come in and you have the same access as anybody else. And that is a beautiful thing. It's the most level playing field. And everyone that enters 
it gets treated with respect and kindness. If you do not live in an area where you can get a library card because you live in a different town, you can still come in and access everything. So it's a level playing field. And I think that there are so few places like that. Today, we hold that very, very close to our heart. We're very proud that we offer that. And it's very important that we have places like that in our society. It's a community space for sure. Like it's a place where you can just be. You don't have to pay for a coffee to sit there and hang out. You can just you can just be there and read books and enjoy all of our resources and use the space. In truth, it is all of us that have provided this space for each other. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We have a program called The Situation. And people come in on Tuesdays and they craft They bring their own stuff and they sit and knit. But what they're really doing is picking up from one another different things. Well, I've tried this and I've tried that and there's support for one another. The library is a place where you not only learn from the librarians or the people that work there, you also learn from the other people that are there because very few people enter the library without wanting to learn something. And whether it be something fun or just learning from other people. And it's a great place of support and to find like-minded people. And believe me, whatever you like, you're gonna find someone else that likes that. (laughs) And that's the best thing. People find their tribes there, and Mm -hmm. that's amazing. It's an amazing thing to witness, I think. The most organic level of education is that which we provide one another. Absolutely. Sitting next to one another, I learned this, or you learned that. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's it. Those are how, as you noted, we build our communities. Absolutely. Why do you think there is this strange idea floating about that people don't enjoy learning? I think that sometimes when people, they go, well, I just check the internet. And checking the internet is fine. It absolutely is. And I think that once we get out of school and once we people go, oh, well, I won't need this anymore. And people, the people who think that way, I think haven't been in a library in a long time because the amount of inspiration that comes when somebody walks in and go, well, I, I didn't know that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know you had that. Yeah. Or I didn't know you could do this. I think that sometimes we turn off after a while because our heads get saturated when we get out of school, we get out of grad school, you know, those types of things. We go, okay, I'm done learning. And people don't realize you learn constantly mm-hmm. and you don't realize. And going in to a library, you start absorbing again and you realize you needed to feed that monster a little yeah. bit. You forget <laughs> until it starts happening and get one good inspiration. Yeah. And it's just life-altering and it's really kind of a joy. I always say the people that work at the library who truly belong at a library, it's an honor because watching it spark for people no matter their age, it's a really lovely thing to see. And we're here with Denise Fisher, Operations Coordinator, and Molly Burns, Youth Services Manager for the Lincoln Library in Springfield. Such a pleasure to be hearing from them. We do have these very organized areas of life, right? We learn from X to Y age and then from Y to Z age and then from Z to A, we do something out and it just continues and the education process is ongoing and it's beautiful and I can hear the passion in your voices speaking about how lovely and brilliant it is. How can people contribute to this, not only by coming in, but how can they financially or emotionally or intellectually support this passion, this ambition that you both hold so dear along with your colleagues? I would 
would say anybody can contribute, whether it be financially, emotionally, socially. We have something called the Lincoln Library Alliance, which is our volunteer group, and they need people just to come down and sort books for book sales. So we have that. We have something called the Lincoln Library Foundation, and they are, if someone you know is deceased or you would like to make contributions in someone's name, they're the keeper of that funding that helps us support the things that we have going on. But just even word of mouth, Mm -hmm. hearing this and go, you know what? What if I take my kids down to the library? Or what if I direct somebody else? Somebody says, I want to apply for jobs, but I don't have internet. You know where they have internet? The library. You know, you can do everything from just good feedback or word of mouth to financially offering things. We get people all the time that that say, I have these books. It's a whole James Patterson series. What do I do with it? You donate it to the Alliance and then they can use it for a book sale. We use donated books sometimes to fill holes in our collection if, you know, a book has gone out of print and we can't get it. But more often we offer it for a book sale and that book sale supports so many things that they do. So there's a lot of ways to support us. Even coming down and being involved in our things because once we get our numbers up, we can use that for grant funding down the road. There's just so many ways to support us. I think just the big thing is coming to the library. We've said this, you don't have to have a library card to come to the library, to come to library programs, all kinds of fun stuff happening all the time. And just coming in and supporting us with your presence is honestly enough, too. Your presence is the present at the library. (laughs) And as you've heard Denise Fisher and Molly Burns say here first, they need you down there. They need you reading books. They need you participating. They need you to feel as though this institution is your institution as much as their own. (laughs) Denise, Molly, thank you so much for coming down and speaking with us this morning. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. Pleasure's all ours. And this is Talk of the Town. Trent Nelson, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Talk of the Town. We'll be back next Sunday morning. Talk of the Town is a public service of Midwest Family Springfield. If you have any questions about today's program or previous programs, contact the show at MidwestFamilySPI.com slash Talk of the Town or call Midwest Family Springfield at 217-629-7077.